Hello, and welcome to Dean Disaster. Let's find out what's going to go wrong this time. Are we still me and Yarrow somewhere else, and also am I still a moose? You'd just kind of finish the combat. You'd all come back together, right. I believe. Got it. With so me. you're you're all together. You are, I believe, still the reduced threat moose that we good elderly. I will maintain moose form for a while until I steam crouch on the ground and all your limbs. Your bark skin moose form. Yeah, bark skin moose form. Indra had previously said these probably weren't the people that cast spell. Yes, that's true. What are you wanting to do now? Keep going. <laughs> You're currently out of initiative. Okay, let's go now. Oh, I'm going to have a look at what the boys have. Okay. What the ladies lack. Roll investigation check for me. Ow, nuts. A 13. 13, okay. So, on the bodies of the two archers you find, you find pretty high quality short bows. Um, oh, sorry, long bows even. A, each of them have fairly basic leather armour that have the inscription of the bladed fist on the kind of chest plate. Between them, you probably find 25 arrows left between the two of them. Okay. Uh, each of them has a short sword and. Does anyone use arrows? A hundred and seven gold pieces between the two of them <laughs> on that package. <laughs> hundred and seven gold pieces and twenty-five arrows. Uh, <laughs> and that's all you find. That because you're you're rummaging pretty swiftly through them, knowing that there's the potential for further danger. So you're not okay. You, I don't think it's. It, I might just pick up the long bows if they're good quality. I could they seem sell like, them on. Yeah, good quality. Yeah, I'll pinch them and we'll head back. Azalea would like to sort of follow over to Yarrow and just be like, "Brother, brother, are you okay? You didn't get hurt. Did you jumped off the cart, and I'm just so confused. What happened? Are you all right? You didn't injure yourself, did you? This is my fault. I'm so sorry. I've I mean, dragged everybody into this. Azalea puts her hands on her hips and he's just like, you're damn right, it's your fault. What on earth were you thinking? I, you could have died. I don't worry about that. <laughs> How injured is Yarrow? I can't remember off the top of my head. But I oh, like I think quite. I accidentally said it. So, oh, he, I think he was... You were pretty, no, he wasn't. You were pretty close because we were worrying yeah. about you falling off the cart, like jumping off the cart and killing yourself, weren't we? No, that was Kettle. No, yeah. Oh, okay. I think I was all right. I had one hit point when I jumped. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yarrow never really got attacked by anything, I don't think. No, I was so smooth. <laughs> so so Yarrow's looking okay, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yes, you could have died. And I mean, just look at this. Look, you know, poor Indra, they are... Co- they could have died as well. And then look, get all the moose. I mean, come on, next time you do brain. I mean, just... <laughs> she just breaks into tears and it's just like crying her eyes out and then cuddles Yarrow. And she's just like, <laughs> I'm so glad you're okay. Yarrow, like, slams, not slams, but, like, puts his hands on Azalea's shoulders and, like, pushes her away. He's like, Azalea, we need to go now. Ah! Stop worrying. 
Let's, how's Horace? Oh, look at him. Azalea sort of crumples a bit in pain as you've just grabbed one of her wounds. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus, Azalea. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Don't swear. It's oh. weird to hear you swear. Azalea slaps her own sort of wrist. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness gracious me. I, sh- I did not realise I... Yes, I, uh, my dear, I seem to be bleeding rather profusely. I have a regular healing potion I'm going to give to Azalea. Oh, uh, uh, slam it into her hands like take it go 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 th- thank, thank you she sort of wanders off with it she doesn't drink it she just wanders off holding it and it's just like does anyone need this are you okay are you okay she goes up Kel's to just a nurse yeah <laughs> she walks up to Indra first and she's like, Indra's like fully zoned out sat on the car Indra how are you feeling do you do you need some potion hmm? hello yes hello. I'm I'm feeling what <laughs> oh I forgot yes um how is your health? Are you injured? Oh, no, I'm fine. Don't worry about it, Mrs. Amy. Oh. oh, by the way, we're going to die if we stay here for much longer, I think. Okay, let me just check on, on Kettle the Moose. Um, So she walks up to Kettle. Kettle goes, is, like, eight foot tall at the shoulder now, so... Yeah, so she, like, <laughs> crooks her neck all the way up, thrusts up the potion and goes, uh, Moose! <laughs> Okay, this is great. We need to wrap it up, guys. Come on, we gotta go. Kettle will walk in front of the cart, like indicating that you should, you know, tie her to the cart so she can help Horace. You're so smart, moose kettle. Yeah, I am smart. I have my own intelligence. I'm not just a moose. I'm a moose. (laughs) I didn't know she was moose with a cobalt brain. (laughs) Wow, she's so smart for a cobalt brain moose. As as this is happening, kettle, you see. Probably about 100 feet off. There's just some movement in the underbrush. In front of us or behind us? Behind you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Azalea sort of like hops up onto the cart with the reins. Just reins in one hand, potion in the other. She's just got this potion. You just thrust it out and said, (laughs) take it. So she has. Um, And it's just like, right, everybody, let's go. Yarrow, on the cart. Come on, hurry up. Don't make me count. I will count down. You don't need to count. Everybody Three, on the cart. Zazania, just go. Please. One I'm not getting. Jesus Christ. One and three quarter. No, one and, one and one quarter. Zazania. You missed out one and a half. I said one and a half and then oh. I said one and three quarters because my accident went up a bit and then it went oh, down a bit. One. I will kill you both before they go. Jesus Christ. Roll an all handling check for me with disadvantage for Horace. I'm not, I thought I was whipping the moose. Oh, okay. Where is Horace? Where <laughs> is Horace? What's Horace doing? No, Horace, me and Horace is still are attached. chilling out together. Oh, okay. I'm gonna help, I'm gonna encourage him by running next to him, and he's like, "We're running together." Okay, I'll say you take <laughs> the lead. Basically, <laughs> yeah. you're stronger okay, than him so anyway, so you're pulling most of the. <laughs> Horace is being dragged by. So <laughs> Horace is riding me. <laughs> I was just imagining, like, you know, um, Santa's sleigh set up with the reindeers one in front of each other. Except the moose, as you move, the reins go taut and Horace just lifts up into the air. (laughs) And you're just walking and Horace is just like... uh, They only hold those dogs above the water. And then Horace is just like, okay. God, he's been through a lot, hasn't he? So do I need to do animal handling because I'm whipping Horace? Right. Fine with Ketel. Amazing. As you progress further on, those of you on the cart, so Indra and Yarrow, as Ada's focusing on moving forward. As you look back, you see one cloaked figure step out into the road. Uh, you can't make out any dimensions other than medium humanoids, and just watch as you 
move further away. No, that's, <laughs> <not> <laughs> <great>. <laughs> that's Indra laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Well. I know, isn't this fun? Whee! <laughs> she sort of like cracks the whip a bit more and she's like, we're going really well. Because she's obviously not yeah. aware yeah. She's that something's not... happening and that you're laughing at that. She just thinks you're laughing at, you know. Is that who I think it is? Or just a solitary figure? <laughs> There's a lot Can of people in cloaks they're like, the woods. <laughs> yeah. They're like 150 feet away now in a cloak. Like, you just see the outline of their... Damn. Their body. Damn it. Whew. But you've managed to escape. You now have six days' journey. So, how fast do you want to travel? You'll need to make repairs to the cart, um, just like the bridle and the rope. I know enough of you have rope in your possession that you'll be able to do something with it. So, how fast do you want um, to travel? When Indra returns slightly to sanity, they would suggest that we go quite fast because, like, I think we currently a have a mysterious cloaked figure who watched us leave and could probably identify at least some of us because we're a rat. A, a rabbit and a tattooed child. I'm not sure if, if I'm actually visible at the front there. And you, the your ears are probably visible above the bench. Kind yeah. of thing, but other than that, not much. And your halberd just like sat yeah. next mm. to you. It's... Um, I will say one thing. As you leave, Indra, you notice that your tattoos that no, normally just glow faintly or not at all when you're not using magic are still stuck in this bright white-blue flare. Like when you normally use magic. Cool. Okay. Um. Oh, that's not normal, by the way. Huh? No. What? It's actually really my eye kind of stings because they've got like one on their cheek. It's, it's like my eye kind of. <laughs> oh my god! Are yeah. you okay? Do I need to stop? No. I'm, no, no. Do not yes, stop. No, do not stop, Azalea, please. But um, no, I don't okay. really. Um, Go. Can I do like an arcana? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got caught in between the dice chain. Oh, that was the, really high. Yeah. That's um, I believe that's about twenty-three. You would think this is probably the first time in a very long time, anyway, if not ever, that you have pushed your magic to the length you've pushed it today. Something about that has potentially affected some of the metaphysicality of it, or you don't know how permanent this effect is, but there is some sort of residual energy left from exerting above and beyond what you would normally do. Excellent, love that. Did it like hurt in any way? Or is no, it it's just, just like just <clears throat> flaring currently. Okay. Um I don't know how can I tr- I can I I, I I don't know how I would make it stop is the only you thing would, yeah. you have no idea. You just Okay. The only reason you potentially think that is because of that's the only thing you've done differently to how you normally yeah. would cast magic and that's they probably over the few days that we're traveling. They probably like because they've got this like. This is only for the moment. You don't know how okay, long. Okay, yeah. I was I was gonna say like if it starts to last a while, I would probably cover it up. Like, we're, we're still on, taking like, it a day at a yeah. time. Okay, yeah. Say, as you go. Okay, and yeah. Work fine. out how fast you're trying to travel. First day, you rested when you found this place about midday. Probably spent an hour or so trying to find it, and then with the combat afterwards. So you're just past midday now. You've got another few hours of travelling quickly, and then you're going to have to long rest and try and fix these things. I mean, also, Kessel can't be in moose for that long anyway, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I'll, by the time we get to that rest spot, I would have turned back. I think it lasts an hour or yeah. two. So, after the first hour, you kind of set up with Horace again and just progress. Still fast, but not as fast as you were going with two creatures pulling you. However, you make it probably about 20, 30 miles with this additional boost of speed and, like, really working Horace. You can see at the end of the day, how Horace has got that kind of that white sweat that horses have if they've been overly exerted. Yeah, horses sweat. Horses sweat. Um, Horses sweat. 
It's not cute. It's milky? No. <laughs> you said it was white sweat. It's as the like dirt and exertion kind of foams up almost. It's this very kind of like fine white, like almost bubbly. Wow. I'm just going to shake water it. Yeah, fair back enough. into back into the pores of Horace. You got some energy on you. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Probably do more, more harm than good. <laughs> yeah. um, but, so, so are we at a local little campsite mm, now? Yeah. Uh, by the way, there's quite a few small stops for people that travel because this is a very common mm. like road. Um, you set up, I imagine, take a watch of some sort. Yeah. Indra's like, of it as well, like, if the tattoos haven't gone down, they wouldn't like say anything, but it wouldn't take a lot of an insightful person to see that they're quite like worried. They're still flaring currently. Yeah. As you take your um, first Pretty just being like a lot quieter than normal. I will be using the rest of my spell slots to heal myself. Mm. Because, uh, <laughs> I'm going to short rest. Uh, yeah, but if something happens, oh, yeah, true. Yeah. I don't want that to be my future. Uh, 14. Azalea would like to, whilst we're short resting, she would like to go well, up... Well, this would be setting up for a long rest now. Oh, well, a long rest, okay. Two, um, do, she would like to go up to Horace, check on Horace, make sure Horace isn't injured. Okay. Um, uh, roll a animal handling. It's got to be animal handling, isn't it? There's no other... I'd like to look at my hilt. Okay. Oh, yeah, we got there. So, Excited. as you <laughs> uncover what you'd... All you've seen is the hilt of this... As you uncover it, you see what you've actually managed to steal is a short sword. (laughs) This short sword is encased in a scabbard of black and silver scrolling designs with still quite an ornate hilt. As you pull it out, the blade itself isn't a colour of steel that you recognise normally. It's almost as though it has been chemically altered so that it is this dark steel as you seem to shift it in the light as the light catches it funny you see these flecks of red that seem to Mm. spread through it if that is not an edgy sword that's 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 such a yarrow sword of like black and red (laughs) is it daedric (laughs) it's not a face mom Azalea. <laughs> no. um, before she goes up to Horace, Azalea would cast uh, communicate with animals, oh, cool. so she could speak to him yeah. as well. Um, so she walks up, and all, all the rest of you can hear is nay, 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 which translates to Horace. How are you? Are you okay? Are you injured? He kind of looks at you. He's like, things hurt a bit. I'm just tired. Oh, well then let me help. And she will cast... She's got another two slots. <laughs> Sorry, the, the Horace voice nearly broke me. <laughs> I can just see tears in your eyes. Like, um, She'd cast uh, Cure Wounds on Horace. Okay, uh, he hasn't taken enough damage that that wouldn't get him back up to full health. He's like, Amazing. He, so you see that kind of stands a bit like straighter... Almost as well. And she starts to sort of like pet his neck and she pulls out from her sack. She goes, oh, one more thing. Hold on. And all you can hear is, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> And she pulls out a carrot and it's just like, here you go. So he seems to eat it very gratefully. And I'm assuming you're like grooming him as yeah, you're doing all yeah. sort of stuff. And he seems to enjoy it. And when you're finished, he kind of headbutts you like Aww. gently. Yay. In quite a like compassionate way. Seems to have really appreciated that. And, then and you think with some rest, he'll 
be okay now. Then she goes over to the cart mm -hmm. and starts, um, before she sit, does her long rest, she would like to just see if she can do some repairs on it. Cool. Because it, so, it belongs to someone. We should have looked after this, guys. The damage so on the cart itself it. seems predominantly aesthetic damage. So the wood's slightly chipped and broken. Um, there's some splinters where it like careened over. But other than that, it looks like it's still functional. It's just mm. not as in good Pretty. in good condition as yeah. it was before. The real issue you have is where some of the harness has sheared and like mm. snapped. And over the course of the day, with Indra, I imagine... Oh no, Indra wouldn't be helping. Well, I imagine you help with shape water at some point to like. Keep... Oh no, I have a, I have a, a separate thing I want to do. Okay. Yeah, but I meant during the course of the yeah, journey. Oh so... yeah. Oh yeah. You made ice and shape water. Yeah, to yeah, no. But together. not on the first day. Indra is being very quiet themselves at the moment. Cool. So it's held it together. So if you want to fix that, I will need a survival check, please. Fourteen. Uh, Fourteen. Okay. With that, you manage to fix something that you think will work. Uh, you don't know how long it'll work. You haven't got all the materials that you potentially need to fix it to like leather and keep it she would, sturdy. And during the course of repairing it, she would call over Kettle um, and be like, "Kettle, I don't suppose in your many many pockets you've got something that might help repair this?" I shall take a look. Uh, hang on, give me one second. I have hide armor, but so, I'm wearing that. No, no, we don't want to use your hide armor. <laughs> <laughs> You've managed to fix it so that it's functional. It's just yeah. you think it'll probably get you to Edersteads, but will then need genuine repairs. But that'll probably you imagine come off the cost of yeah, what you yeah. may get back. Wouldn't be like a crazy expensive thing. It's probably two gold off yeah, what yeah. you would get back anyway. Just whilst we're at it, mm -hmm. the Indra and Yarrow, the money you picked up. If you're looking at it, Yarrow, you got fourteen platinum pieces. Ooh, what? Seventy-seven gold pizzas. Jesus. Pizza? Pizza? Hold on, 77 gold pieces. 44 silver pieces and 72 copper pieces. Indra, you got 18 platinum, 63 gold, 96 silver, and 187 copper. <laughs> these looks like these were, you know, escape bags, essentially. You set up a new life bag. Yeah, kind yeah. of thing. And... Oh, excellent. God, I'm fucking rich. Yeah, we're fucking balling. I mean, Indra is kind of a rich guy. It was anyway. high risk, high reward kind of situation. Ooh. This is, you know. Um, yeah. I have several things <coughs> I wish to attend to. Mm -hmm. um, first of all, when we make camp in the evening, uh, is, is Indra still glowy or not? Yes. Indra. Hello, Kettle. You appear to be glowing. Yes, I have noticed, actually. Uh, is this is this a thing that I need no, to make a note of? Is, is this new? Or is this, this is pretty new, actually. I don't really know what's going on. I'm not sure how I'm going to go to bed, because I'm lit up like a torch. Uh, do you want me to wrap it up? I have a blanket. I was thinking about that, maybe. I don't really know. It's not... I could yeah. put some mud on it. That would hide it. Cause I mean, that's not really the thing I'm worried like about. It's like a mud mask. I've heard of that. Yes, no, that's an entirely different thing. Um. Yes, that's not really what I was worried about, actually. Oh. What is what is the problem then, huh? Well, it's not normal for this to happen. Not that anything that's happened to me is normal ever, apparently. Well, but... maybe you're just like more magical now, you know? You did lots of magic and now you're stronger, so now you glow a bit more. I don't feel any stronger, although I guess... Oh, oh I might regret this. I'm going to like step away from everyone like in the distance a bit and I want to just oh, cast like a... No, like still within eyeline, <laughs> like, just, like just like 30 foot away or something. 
I'm gonna step away and I'm gonna like li- literally like grip my teeth, close my eyes, and very tentatively do just like a dancing lights. Yeah, that's fine. Does it just happen? It just happens. Okay. Oh well, huh? I don't know why I thought I was going to explode. <laughs> <laughs> did Did I notice any change in the tattoos? Like, did they the get tattoos lower? Flared slightly, but yeah. from what you've seen of Indra, whenever Indra uses their magic, they flare slightly anyway. Yeah. But oh no, that is very interesting. Now, are they hot to touch? Are they normally hot to touch? No, it's just my skin. It's just your skin. Yes. No got... difference in temperature. Either. Nothing is going on there. Well, I'm going to take some notes, but I think you probably are not going to die. Thank you very much for the reassurance, Dr. Kettle. Yeah, <laughs> what's the doctor? <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, I don't have... Sorry, I'm really tired. I'm really sorry. Oh, go to bed. I've got some potions to work at. <laughs> Lovely. I'm going to go lay down. Okay. <laughs> Let me know if you want my blanket for your glowy arm. Azalea would have sort of sat down and, and started making like a, a hot drink, like a hot... I like like tea um, for everyone. She would have like poured four, four cups. Um, actually, no. Four cups and like a large cup because she would have poured one for Horace. Um, <laughs> and it's just like... Well, come on, everyone. I think we had a rather busy day, so I think we should all have a bit of a break now and just all gather together and have a cup of tea and uh, just, you know, relax for five minutes. Yes. I think that would be a good idea. Yeah, Ro, come, come sit. Come join, please. I'm, I'm right I'm, in front of you. I need tea. <laughs> come sit. Okay. <laughs> she hands over, like, a cup um, with, with tea in it. She would, like, hold her hand out ready for whoever's going to come next. Oh, tea, yes, I will have some. Thank you very much. And then she's like, Indra... Seeing the sort of like dancing lights. Oh, that's very pretty. Um, tea, come on, okay, come sit down you. with us. And you're not staying away. I'm you know, I know you get like sad and things and things go weird, but no, yes, you're, yes, you're thank you. Yes, I'll have the tea, I'll have the tea, the tea it's fine. There you go. And she hops over and plops it in front of Horace and sort of like pets him a bit and then, and then goes and sits back down a bit and is just like, oh, well, that was a bit of a hectic day, don't yeah. you think? Yes, it was a little bit much. Uh, thanks, Yarrow. Yes. Oh, don't worry. Um, I've already had words, haven't I, Yarrow? Have we? Yes, I told you off earlier. I already apologised. Exactly. That's why I said I, we've already had words. Yarrow's apologised. <laughs> <laughs> She's just going to completely blank that. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, obviously, Indra's arms still blowing, I'm assuming? I, I'm, I assume they, like, are in the... Pro- they probably, like are in the process of like just kind of wrapping like a cloth yeah. around it and like a bit like over mm. their face to cover like the cheek bit. Oh my Indra, are you it's also, it's also actually to be fair as well, where it's like glowing at night time, you can probably see that like, yeah. although it's like on their arm, the glow's coming from like under their clothes as yeah, well. So you yeah. can probably make out that it's mm-hmm. actually kind of going along like their torso all the way up their yeah. neck to their face. Well, assuming if you're like wrapping up um, as yeah. you would turn, would turn to Indra and be like, oh Indra, are, are you harmed? Are you okay? No, I'm fine. This is just apparently happening to me now. What what exactly is happening to I you? I don't know. I just can't turn it off. Turn what off? The the, the glowing, the glow lights happened. I think it happened. It's sort of, I think it's because I, you know, did the thing that stopped oh the arrows hitting you and Oh my goodness, she sort of like stretches her paw up and pops it on Indra's forehead and is just like, well, definitely not a heart. No. Do you, do you feel sick? Do you feel nauseous? Only about as nauseous as I always feel every day. Oh. Well, do you know what my mother always said? A good night's sleep heals everything, so why don't you go straight to bed? Finish your tea and then go straight to bed. Is that true? Yeah. A good night heals everything? Well, we do have a long rest. It does restore all our hit points, so... (laughs) (laughs) It may not necessarily heal everything. Indeed, but hour sleep fixes all your problems. (laughs) And that's the only reason it's really unrealistic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, Friends, money and sleep? No. (laughs) 
thing's not right. Yeah. <laughs> That's suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> an inside check. <laughs> Fail. Um, yeah, she's turned to um, Yarrow and just, the Yarrow kettle and be like, no, well, I don't, she sort of like whispers, but I don't think she meant it literally, but a good night's sleep is good for the soul, so. I got it, I will yeah. write that down. Wait, may I make some notes? Yes, yes you may, and thank you very much for asking. I'd love well to think done. that Keto did like a massive wink, like, <laughs> yeah. may I make some notes? <laughs> she didn't just know what winking is like last session so. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's just winking at everything <clears throat> I am about to die uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like to imagine that sometimes she messes it up though and she goes uh, um, may I make some notes <laughs> oh wait no I, I messed it up <laughs> uh. Oh, by, uh, by, by the way, I do have... We got some money. I, I found some money on the people. Well, not on them. When we, when we, when we ransacked the horrible hideout. Oh, well, isn't that fantastic? Well, yeah. why don't you just keep hold of it for now and then uh, perhaps if we need it later on, yeah, we can sure. use it. I mean, I think it'd be I useful. can always hold on to it for you. I think not. <laughs> Quite Last same. time I got you to hold my pocket money, I never saw it again. Mm, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> it said, might appear someday. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got about 200 gold, something altogether. Oh, could oh. I have five? Oh, sure, yes. Yeah, Loads so of money. Like, five would be nice. I'm good to have five. I'll, um, I'm all right for the time being. But, um, you know, if we might need anything or if we come across some people, like, for example, the poor person who owns this poor cart, we might need to pay them a few gold. Oh, gold. sure, yes, whatever. Um, I mean, we could just... No, don't worry. But uh, I was going to say we could steal it. But we could just not give it back. You've already paid for it. Oh shit! Oh, you yeah. paid the full amount. That's how they do yeah, it. Yeah, we're renting it. You, so you buy it, and That's then if you smarted. return it, you get some money back. Damn! Um, I hate so when things make sense. Considering all that happened, I suggest Yarrow takes first watch. I was going to suggest that anyway. So go to sleep. Now. <laughs> <laughs> she stretches. Sorry, I don't know why that happened, everybody. You, you gave us a little. Oh, it's feeling quite warm in here. It's a little, a little magic rinse. mist. <laughs> give us a little rinse. <laughs> <laughs> Azalea would sort of stretch up, yawn, wiggle over to where Indra is, and flop next to Indra and just go to sleep. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Indra would move away a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Not not in like a not in like a rude way. Just sort of like, oh, that's very close amount of human contact. Mm. Just going to shuffle over here. But I'm not. But I'm not human. Not human. Very close amount of anthropomorphic creature. Well, but, but creature. Creature. I oh, you're just a creature. Ah, it's just me, ball. <laughs> bunnies are, um, are bunnies are incredibly social creatures. So she likes to snuggle up to people. Just <laughs> not incredibly social. I know. Creature. But she she's she felt sad for Indra because That's Indra's glowing so. <laughs> Indra's fucking good I imagine as well it's like, like having a nightlight I imagine as well <laughs> yeah. like it's not like it's probably like still glowing through everything a bit yeah, isn't it yeah um, yeah I was gonna take first watch then he's actually like quite anxious because did did he see the clothed yeah. figure okay. it was you and Indra that saw them <gasps> oh I forgot it was just us two fucking inside the shit out of Yarrow in a second oh. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get looked at in your brain Hold on a moment. Well, deal with Kettle because Kettle wanted to look at the potions first anyway. Well, I kind of want to look at the potions, but I might just sit next to Yarrow while they're doing their watch and 
tell you about my potions as they haven't but it doesn't have to be role played but I will be sat next to you sorting through potions while you do your watch um, so quite close to real life yeah <laughs> <laughs> are you also spending time with the sword yeah I'll spend some time so, with the sword <laughs> so you can add the short sword of retribution wow that's Whoa! such a cool name to I put red and black sword in brackets edgy <laughs> To your equipment. I made the custom item on D and D Beyond, so oh, you should hey. just be oh, yeah. to, uh, Awesome. If you can spell that is. Also, I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> I'm pretty sure swords are edgy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Take inspiration, I like it. Oh yeah, well, this is the first inspiration. <laughs> That's how you give out the first <laughs> <ever> inspiration. <laughs> really bad joke. Oh hey, it's <laughs> Yeah, actually, yeah. No, no, don't, don't reward puns throughout the campaign. That's Wait, an abuse of power. Yeah. Stop smiling like that. I don't like that smile. I love it. Punspiration. <laughs> so what this short sword does is when you're hit by a melee attack, you can expend one charge from this weapon. When this happens, a dark aura surrounds your attacker, seeming to link them to your blade. On your next attack, you gain advantage, and if the attack hits, you may add an additional 1d6 to that attack. Oh, wow. That's strong. That's nice. That's nice. It <laughs> regains, uh, I don't think I put that in there, but it regains 1d4 plus 2 charges every day at dawn. Excellent. Retaliation as well. Oh, retaliation. That's now in my inventory. Tell me about my potions. Inventory. Tell me. Tell me what I've got. So... Of the six, two of them look very similar. They are kind of fairly large, almost beaker-like vials that contain the same ready brown brackish liquid you are used to. You would know that these are probably potions of greater healing. Greater. So you've got two of them. In the next one is a smaller, uh, almost test tube vial in which a red liquid seems to contract and expand (sighs) constantly. Got it. In another, there is a cloudy... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just thought potion of throbbing. <laughs> so like that. Uh, okay. In the next, there is a kind of cloudy green fluid with a sort of congealed white substance floating in the middle of it. If you open it and take a smell, it smells very like the sea. Water breathing. Um, in the next one is this blue potion that seems to bubble and steam. And the last is a yellow fluid streaked with black that seems to swirl continuously on its own. Roll a medicine God. check for me and we'll determine which ones of these kettle knows. Because... Despite the fact that you as a player may know what each of these are, Kettle may not have seen these before. What's the potion of throbbing do? I've already written in large reduce down. <laughs> <laughs> right, medibution. That is a 13. 13, okay. With that, you would know... I think you'd gather the potion of water breathing that you've got. Yep. Um, the... You obviously know the greater healing ones, mm. and I would say with that, you probably know the potion of diminution, so you can uh, gain the reduce effect 
of the enlarge reduce spell for 1d4 hours. No concentration required. Ooh, is that the throbbing hours. potion? That is the throbbing one. That's so throbbing, so you, you gave all the answers to the ones that Fran already knew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they're the yeah. obvious ones. And yeah. 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 That makes sense. 13. It does make sense, yeah. <laughs> How long is water breathing? Is it 12 hours? or is it? It's quite a long time. I think it's 24 uh, one hours. One hour for the potion. Oh, oh for the potion. <laughs> I guess not. It's, I know it's different timescales for yeah. potions compared to yeah. thingy. You currently don't know what the other two do. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe any of you have access to the identify spell to work them out. I do, definitely do. I think, actually. Uh, no, it's detect magic, not identify. Definitely I going to have to do some research tonight. <laughs> so, with that, Yarrow, okay. on your 16 perception for your night's, or the beginning of your night's watch, you don't pick up anything particular. It's the sound of the forest all around you, but... Nothing seems to venture into your campfire, and you don't pick up any movement surrounding you currently. Okay. There's nothing that, yeah, I would want to do, so... I was going to say, um, I got, like, a 21 on if I, if I do, if on the insight to see if I recognise what Yara is emotionally looking and feeling like currently. Um, yeah. 21, did you Are you trying to hide it? I mean, he... Now that he's like away from the group, he is like quite noticeably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wasn't rolling it in a way of like as if you're hiding it. I was just more just rolling it on like how much I pick up on it. Yeah, but if that's, that makes sense. that's what I mean by Yarrow. If Yarrow is pretty much an open book right now, you'll probably pick up everything. Yeah. However, if Yarrow is actively trying to mask their emotions, then it would be a either I'd say probably deception check. To... Let's try a deception check then. Twenty-two. Really? Yeah. Oh, bitch. <laughs> You can tell Yara's uncomfortable, but whether or not that's from the events of today, almost dying, you can't really get a bead on the reasons behind it, because there's a lot that's happened, so it could be any of any of it, really, Indra. Okay, fair enough. Your watch is over. Who's taking the next watch? Um, I'm happy to do the next watch. Uh, Okay. Tessa's fine. It depends if any of you wake as earlier up. I'll wait till the morning, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, yeah, so, fuck. Perception. <laughs> How perception. dare you get us in trouble? <laughs> Let's go with autumn, eh? It's autumn time, Lois. That's a 15, please 15. and thank you. Okay, as that's happening, again, you don't seem to notice anything around you other than the current state of the forest, creatures going about, but nothing seems to bother you. Mm. However, mm. Indra, as. Yeah. <laughs> this portion of the night arrives. What's normally for you a fairly dreamless sleep takes on a different visage. You start to see visions of faces contorted in screams. You see flashes of scenery that you don't recognise. You see image after image. Some are nice. You know, families together, some are horrendous, wars and battles, but throughout it all, you just almost feel this intense light that's originating from you. I imagine Indra would wake up startled and like in the process of waking up there'd almost be like a little kind of flare of energy and the bandages that were like on their arm and on their face like burst off of them and they're like glowing a bit brighter for a second and they're just sort of like interestingly enough as you start awake the glowing's gone oh okay fair enough then 
But there was that moment of... Yeah, I'm, maybe it was like a pulse of like energy as they woke up and then it went away completely sort of thing. But you can't seem to lose those nameless faces. Just seem to drift around behind your eyes for a little bit as you kind of start awake at the end of that. Also, I think as well, like the ground beneath where they're sleeping would have gone all like frosty. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Is anyone else actually awake? Definitely not. <laughs> I was awake. awake. Actually. Um, I will be... Wait, what, what time is this? this is so you'd be halfway watch. through your long rest, essentially. It's happened during my watch. You're in bed <laughs> Well, you could maybe roll like a thing to see if you wake up to me waking up. Because I imagine yeah, I, prob- I imagine Indra probably calls out a little bit, maybe. Mm. Okay. What, do you want, what should I roll, uh, Roll a perception with disadvantage as you're asleep. See if it... Um, may I ask a question? Of course. Um... Something that we may or may not have figured out with my bottle of magic. Mm-hmm. If I choose to prepare a spell in it, is there like a max, like say if I make a cure wounds bottle, would it do it at base level or can I choose to imbue it with? I think we decided the maximum level was like half your proficiency oh, rounded down. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, carry on. So currently I think it would be one as your... Yeah. But as you like increase, it would go up. Kind yes, of thing, so. brilliant. Good. Carry on with whatever that was. Uh, I got an eight for perception. I would say you're pretty... Despite not taking many wounds, you did a lot of fighting and a lot of... It was a very intense day, so you're probably pretty out cold for the moment. Mm, okay. Yeah, Indra wouldn't want to wake anyone else up. If no one else wakes up or notices, they would probably just like kind of be breathing for a second and mm. then kind of settle down and then just go back to bed. But probably take a lot longer to fall asleep this gonna, time. I was going to say, um, how close is Indra to Azalea? Because <clears throat> if you're saying the ground is frosting, she might wake up kind of cold. Indra um, did move away a bit. I moved away a bit, yeah, yeah. to a degree. It's, it's not like a widespread effect. Mm. It's probably, fine, you know, she wouldn't wake up. half a foot out from Indra in all directions has kind of frosted slightly. But again, it's not no, no, that's massively fine. intense. It's just residual energy from their magic. Mm. Actually, you know what? I don't even think they would go back to bed. I think they would just kind of like sit. You're basically hours. at the end of your long rest yeah. when you wake up for this anyway, so it's not going to cause you anything. It's, as you hit that deeper sleep, suddenly that yeah, those yeah, images I, were projected onto you. I don't think they'd go back to bed. I think they would just like sit by themselves cool. and just view the world. Uh, with that, Kettle's watch ends. Azalea and Indra would be awake now, essentially waiting for the other two to finish the... <laughs> Finish your long rest, regained all your hit points and spell slots that you had used. You've attuned to your stolen items, identified your stolen potions as much as you can, and are ready to progress. Except for one thing. (laughs) 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 Oh, that one got eaten! (laughs) The stars are lying for that. Inspiration to Ben. <laughs> yeah. oh I will God. use it against you. Oh, no, no. All right. Okay. Yeah. So yesterday was pretty scary, and I used up all my potions. But the, the, the great thing is, I made some more. Eden, and have another one because you died. <laughs> Who once. is Eden? Who the fuck is Eden? I don't know. I'm having a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> um. Who was closer to dying yesterday? I got pretty close. Azalea. Azalea got pretty close to... I was not that close. You were not that close. Azalea, do you want a potion or should I keep it for myself? Uh, Well, 
thank you very much, but um, Yarrow did provide me with one, um, so I'm okay. Plus, I can heal myself well, uh, as well, so please keep hold of it and make sure you take care of yourself. And on that note as well, Yarrow, would you like this back? Azalea, please keep it. Okay. Keep it! Because then you have more spells, like energy. You have more energy to do other things with your spells, you know? Who's going to heal the healer? <laughs> During that... Um, Interaction with Kettle just like muddling up the words. Azalea would have just been blinking, sort of like. Okay, well, th- thank you, Yarrow. But yes, I think we should perhaps get on with things. And she wanders over to Horace and she's like, and starts like stroking mm. his neck. He's like, Are you feeling okay, Horace? Are you ready to go? Have you cast no. the spell? No, she's just talking. Just regular. looks at you blankly, but. Excellent! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, by the way, I don't know if anyone else saw, but there was someone kind of weird yesterday behind the cart. I wasn't really paying attention because I was busy in the fog of my own mind. But there was like a cloaked figure looking at us. A cloaked figure? Yes, I couldn't really see who it was. They were very like in the distance. Well, that's a bit suspicious. Yes. (laughs) I will make a note of the cloaked figure. Mm, That's suspicious. That's suspicious. Well, considering Yarrow seemed to recognise a few things, perhaps we should ask them. Yarrow, did you recognise anyone? No, I didn't recognise anyone. Is can that I... a deception? <laughs> Should I roll in Yeah, can I roll that? for to see if we can figure out or or is Azalea being the sister able to recognise that? What would you what would you like? Um Jeez. you can roll inside if you like. <coughs> Don't forget we didn't see each other for like this ten years. True. Yeah. <laughs> Do you need Zero to roll is a very different person to what yeah. you Do you need to roll a deception or is it just uh, passive deception? Do I need to roll an insight? You, you don't need to, to roll insight. Roll a d20 and... I'll roll a d20. Add one to it. Add one. Fifteen. Fifteen. Eight. I got eighteen insight. Are you telling the truth? Did I recognise them? No. Then yes, I'm telling the truth. It's a good use of everyone's time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Asta, for that whole bit. So, with that you continue on your journey the rest of your time is fairly uneventful you get towards kind of two days into like before you get to edistead you do remember hearing rumors about there potentially being a group of bandits around here um so great more bandits (laughs) you can potentially deal with that if you want to or you can do your best to avoid it it's completely up to you i think we should avoid bandits would there be any way of knowing if they are like bleeding fist bandits, or just from the sounds of it, it generic. Didn't, it didn't sound like it. They were just, you know, like high women preying on the trade. High women on the road. <laughs> They're fucking vague. There's a bunch of high women over there. <laughs> you just see a bunch of women going hi. Yeah. <laughs> hi. The side of the road. <laughs> you ever thought it's called the sand because it's halfway between the sea and the land? I don't need this today. I don't need it today. That's fucking up all of us. As a side note, uh, I'd like to use any spare time to be doing some research. Please and thank you, that is all. I would normally say yes, but as you've previously decided to travel fast... I meant in the evenings. Okay. Um, In that case, I will let you roll... Just roll one medicine check for the Could I help Kettle, maybe? Um, I'm doing secret research. Oh, Okay. (laughs) Alright. It's just like if I'm on a long if I'm doing a watch, I'm doing research on the site or something. Okay. Uh fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. So with that fifteen, you get a better knowledge of I'm assuming this is the herbs and stuff you bought previously. You get a better knowledge of 
what individually they could be capable of. If you had to rate it on a say percentage, how 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 percentage am I? You're definitely getting closer for the specific effect you're hoping to achieve. You think you might need some additional more, more. Um, potentially one or two specific herbs that could bring the separate properties together because you've got ones that you think potentially could help fortify people's minds but only if they were properly treated some that you think have certain like healing properties when that if combined might amplify it so the catalyst it's essentially what you think you've got has anyone seen any cats i would say that just turn into one great list of cats You would say that uh, you've probably used about 10 golds worth of your herbs now. I honestly don't remember how many bought. I said I've bought two weeks worth. I think it's about 35 GP that you spent on it. Yes, it was. It's actually right here. So you've used about 10 gold of that with your experiments. Perfect. But you're definitely closer. You just think a bit more time and a couple of new ingredients and you could get there fairly soon. Brilliant, thank you very much. At least with some sort of prototype anyway, that you kind of then refine. Very quickly, I'm gonna give Kettle the arrows I picked up. 25 arrows. Cool. Oh, 25 arrows, pretty cool, thank you. Straight from the rat's hand. Straight from the it's rat's hand. Grubby mitts. Little grubby why rat did, mittens. Why did my brain just go straight from the rat's ass? <laughs> <laughs> I'll shut them out. Rasta. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm watching him hit. Oh my god! Just clenched. Bullseye! Secret attack. Like one sword hit, one whip hit, turn, shoot arrows directly at the ass. <laughs> Triple attack. Apologies. Sorry, anyway, I have a, I had a serious point I was going to say and I derailed myself. Um, I think over. Like, Railing! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got a minor a minor chuckle from Ben. So um I think over the next few days, in light of nearly dying in battle and also their magic kind of freaking out, I reckon they would have spent like one day or so quite in themselves and more contemplative whatever. But I think like for the rest of the few nights, when it was like their watch they would kind of go find like a little bit, there's like a little bit away from everyone behind the trees and basically just kind of like, almost like try and like train their magic to have more control of it in like a combat way. Like say like from like a flavor point of view, maybe they would like cast like a shield and like try and maintain like control, like kind of expanding it and like retracting it and like kind of like shape watering and try and like hit targets more accurately sort of thing. And And creating specific shapes. And creating specific shapes. Just Like like an octagon. Yeah, just like generally just kind of like for a bit of flavor just to try and kind of like have more control of their magic in like a physical way because it like freaked the fuck out and they also like nearly died so is it is it like flavor town yeah are you guy ferrariing ferrari guy ferrari ferrari whatever his name is uh just for the sake of it give me a d20 plus your charisma mod Ooh, that's pretty good um that's 19 19 okay so you're starting to feel more comfortable mm-hmm. in it. These are things that you know, you've had ability to do for a while, potentially some of them anyway. And it's just getting more comfortable with it again, having been a bit shaken up. Yeah. 
I imagine, yeah, I imagine like a combination of trying to feel more comfortable after the events and also just because where they like push themselves too far, just try and maintain more kind of stability with it, if that makes sense. Like instead of like doing like nothing and then like doing way too much and like overexciting themselves yeah. to just kind of like maintain more energy okay. over the situation sort of thing. You don't know what effect it will necessarily have under strenuous circumstances but you've definitely made progress yeah. into it's at also least like, helping your mind yeah that's i think more it. what is actually more is more a little bit of just sort of like trying to a bit um, can control their emotions a little bit more of but course I, so unless anyone wanted to do anything else you arrive at edistead after a couple of days I say, just just before arriving at edistead um azalea would like to talk about the banditos okay uh, so, I, I hear there are some bandits around here. Um, I, I don't think we should leave them alone, you know. We, we, we really should try and help the people. I think we should try and uh, at least talk to them and maybe set them on the correct path. Why? No. <laughs> because we can't. We can't. They're, they're hurting people. They're stealing and they're, they're being really naughty. That's crazy. Who would do that? I know. But still, I still think we should deal with the bandits. And, um, I mean, I would really appreciate it if you would all come and help me. I'm... She's going to do, like, puppy dog eyes. I'm not <laughs> going to do that. I want to get to Edisted now. Well, you see, here is the problem. Is we fought two people, didn't we? They were kind of bandits. And um, I nearly died. Indra absolutely died a I little bit. I fully died, yes. Yeah. You also nearly died. Uh, you nearly died. In uh, Yarrow did something. <laughs> if you... Well, the, the way that I look at this is if we go to Eddystead, yeah, then we can get better at doing things and then we can help people more successfully in the future instead of all die right now. Oh, also we have to return Horace. We have to carriage. return Horace. Oh, I mean, this is very true. And she looks over at her, at her new best friend in the whole wide world ever, Horace, and she's just like, he is precious. <laughs> okay, but you've got to make a promise that we'll come back and defeat these bandits as soon as we've got better skills in armour. Maybe not as soon, but like at some point, yeah. As soon. Well, we can't guarantee that. We don't fucking know what's happening. <laughs> Let's just go. We'll come back. We will come uh, back. At point. Wait, are you actually coming back or not? I wasn't going to. Oh, what? We're going. We are going to. And gives Indra a really big wink. Oh, I see. Indra Stop winks. Stop kicking people. Indra, Indra, Indra <laughs> winks at Castle. <laughs> oh, yeah. What? <laughs> Azalea's just sort of like um, like twisting her foot into the ground like quite dejected and saying just like please promise we'll come back Didn't and her ears are down said. well no you said yes and then um, Indra said no oh sorry like, yeah oh like, <laughs> oh no yes I do promise that we'll come back really yes Kettle? Yes, we'll come back for sure. Okay then. And she just like put her ears <laughs> pop back up and she's just happy and, well, like and is like, right, let's go. <laughs> okay, off we go. Off we go. So, uh, yeah, another couple of days from when you thought you were close to the bandits and probably about half a day before you actually reach Edistead, you start to see the walls. This is a coastal city that is massive. As you look at it, these walls spread almost as far as the horizon as you get closer to it. And then the closer and closer you get, you can see that this scale is enormous. For 
particularly Azalea and Kettle, this is like nothing you've ever seen. You thought Wolf's Keep was big, but this is, you know, a hundred Wolf's Keeps could fit within the city. It's massive. The walls themselves are kind of 20, 30 foot high, 10 foot wide. The gates, despite the fact they're open, have four guards next to them, just policing the entrance anyway. The bustle of traffic is enormous, the people heading in and out of the city. Um, it's easy enough for you to take the horse back. There's a stable outside of the city walls that you can see is kind of like almost a franchise where they've set these up. You can return them and um, you would have got 50 gold back, but due to the damage, you instead get 45. I was about to say, um, Azalea would probably insist on taking the cart back herself so she could profusely apologise for the damage and check that Horace is, is genuinely okay. <laughs> Horace is fine. Horace just gets her like a bag of feed that they and led to a stable, cart returned. You get 45 of your gold back for it. Who, who removed the gold in the first place? It there certainly was not me. I have a feeling I, I, it was Kessel me. had no money. I feel well, like it, I, I kind of think because Azalea's taken it back, she would just carry the gold in her pocket, considering that she'd just be like, I'll just give it to them if they need it. So is that all right if I just shove the gold on mine for now? Yeah. Yes, go for it. Um, <laughs> I have like 200, I'm fine. We should really split that evenly at some point. The first thing you notice as you enter the gates of Edistead is the smell. You have walked in on what is clearly some sort of industrious sector. There are warehouses everywhere, like tanneries. The stench is overwhelming of this working area. It is incredibly intense. And the mass of people just seems to increase the further into the city you go. Yarrow, everything is just, there's so many people. They're so crowded, it's so smelly. You can wait outside if you want. You get used to it, it's Ooh. okay. Yes, there is a lot of people, isn't no, there? She's literally just not going to let go of your arm. <laughs> okay. Yes. Question, compared to... Where the fuck do I come from? Zlamor? Zlamor. Is this Is this big compared to Zlamor, or is this like just pretty normal? It's thing? a similar size. Okay, so um, it's not like crazy for It's me, a man. very different feel to it. Zlamor is cut stone, having been built in the mountains. It's quite clean. Um, you didn't have much cause to go to the industry sector. You know, it's quite a common practice to have things like this on the edge of the city because it's so intense like this anyway. But you don't remember anything quite this intense necessarily, mm -hmm. but you have walked through probably one of the more populous gates. No, it's definitely different. I don't know if I would... I'm going to have to make a lot of notes when we sit down somewhere and categorise all of this. What time of day is it? Uh, you're probably mid-afternoon by the time you've got here. Okay. Um, well... How well do I know it is still probably not? Fairly well. Yeah. Enough to get round. Um, you know it's kind of laid out in sections almost. So you've got a primarily like primarily residential area. You've got this industry sector. You've got a section in the middle which half of it is dedicated to temples and worship. So a lot of the larger, more commonly worshipped religions have large temples there. And the other half is dedicated to the ruling of the city itself. Governance. Yeah, and um, then you've got another side that's kind of the port area. Okay. I was gonna probably try and find us an inn. Yeah, easy enough. You travel for probably an hour before you get out of the really intense industry area, and you start to notice this is where a lot of the lower quality establishments for this sort of thing are. 
Uh, it's kind of mid-afternoon, you see a couple of boards looking like various different races seem to hang off balconies and stuff. You imagine this is some sort of like low-quality brothel where they're just kind of waiting for the workers to finish, that sort of this stuff. This is where the high women are. <laughs> hi! Is this a hi! Hi! A couple of people are like a couple of them call out to random passers-by just to see if anyone's interested, but they look pretty disinterested anyway. You start to notice more um, like crime symbols on some of these locations, so they're clearly either protected by or some sort of front for some of these. They're not obvious to everyone, but they're obvious to you because you know where to look and what to look for. Mm. Um, primarily, you see. I would say um, a lot of the... You see a couple of bladed wheel establishments. Um, you see a, a few bleeding fists and a couple of Assyrian cults just kind of scattered around. They seem to interchange on area as though they have you know, territories that they probably have carved out for themselves. But as you pass this, unless you were hoping to go into any of them, you then get into more of the city proper where you start to see more of the residential some of the nicer establishments, people walking around in better clothes, less, you know, I've worked in a factory all day and I'm, you know, filthy and just want to get hammered before I go home kind of thing. I'm filthy Fine. and I want to get hammered. <laughs> go to the proper zone, get hammered by the high women. <laughs> go see the high women, yeah. Um, question, I just, there is an, um, there aren't any of the Bardic Colleges in here. This isn't one of the places where the Bardic Colleges is, is no. it? No. Okay. There is a lot of variety here. I thought we were going to stay at one of those places back there, but they looked quite full already, huh? Yes, no, we probably shouldn't go to those ones. Why not? It's a lot of high women. <laughs> Injured doesn't say that. It doesn't really say what she was saying. <laughs> oh, oh. What does that mean? <laughs> Some of those bladed wheel, uh, bleeding fist ones were absolutely drug dens as well, like opium mm. lounges and stuff like that. Ooh, or the equivalent. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we came in through a really bad door. Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> what I know. It's just the ease of access. You know, the southern one is generally of nicer quality as you walk through because that's where a lot of the residential <laughs> area is. I like to imagine Yarrow only knows the back door. It's yeah. like, God, you really picked like the, the wrong part of town. It's like, there's another part. Like, <laughs> yeah. you get another way. <laughs> um, yeah. So with it, like, in available there are yeah it's yeah this is a massive city it's yeah. easily done and you know um moving further into the city you start to get to the market districts as well which have a lot of the ends okay i'm gonna i, I guess as we're looking and sort of walking through i keep an eye open for like an, a one with an obsidian cult yeah do you want to stay at one that is associated with the Syrian cult or do you want to stay at one that's independent as it were because as you get closer to the nicer area of the city, you will pay slightly more, mm. but there won't be any affiliation with any of the crime gangs, probably, because this is the place where it's more policed and the guards, you know, travel more often because it's where more of the wealth is generally. Mm. Um, I'll pitch it to the group. Uh, where were we thinking of staying, um, by the way? Quickly, just because of an out of game thing, because we're playing very sporadically, my memory's not yeah. great. Mm -hmm. How much do we actually know of Yarrow being part of any sort of obsidian cult or whatever? Do we, we don't know anything specifically. Yeah. There have been hints about what they know that you could probably okay, yeah. assimil assimilate some sort of connection to 
something, but there's nothing specific that you know of it. Yeah, I've never explicitly yeah. said. Yeah. So like, if if Yari's been like, hey, let's go stay at the Obsidian Cult place, he'd be like, the fuck. Yeah, like here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All Azalea knows is that Yarrow's used to be a bit naughty mm. and probably has done a few naughty things, and that's about it. Yeah, pretty basically. much. I haven't told you anything. Yeah. Really. No. And that they're searching for something that they want your help in. That's... Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think that we should stay closest to the acolytes of What's-Its-Face, because that's why we're here, right? There's no other The reason. acolytes of Skarnet. Yeah, let's go stay at their house. Okay. That yeah. sounds great. I, let's go there. I don't think we can stay there, but we'll find somewhere nearby. That's, I mean, you uh, seem to know an awful lot about this place. Have you been here before? Yes, many times. <laughs> Ooh, what did you do here? Stuff and things. Is there a potion shop here? Where do I get my armor? I know some places. Yeah, but roll, town guy. Yeah, roll a history to see how much you remember of Edestead. History, 14. 14. Uh, potions, you know, a couple of places that do potions that are kind of apothecary-style mm-hmm. shops. You know there are other shops like further within the center of the city that are more magical and would probably have, rather than just your healing and maybe like cure disease potions, they will have some of the more interesting ones that people are, like adventurers like you will spend more money on. Um, you know of one kind of smithy armory particularly. Yes, I do. Um, that is the platinum chain. Ooh, platinum chain. It's not the highest quality establishment, but it would use, use to go there to kind of get some supplies that were fairly cheap but of decent quality um other than that i'd say those are your four potions and armor that's where you really know mm. um you know some more of the slightly sleazier bars and stuff like that where you have potentially had contacts jobs whatever hung out made friends, all that sort of stuff. Had some sleazy bar sex. Yeah, <laughs> with the high women. Yeah, with the high women. <laughs> the high women. <laughs> yeah. um, but so no, he's far too sleazy for that. Is there anything else you wanted for. to know of specifically? Um, I mean, not for right now. That we'll go to the Acolytes of Skarnath. Okay, yes. We'll, I will locate an inn. Well, we can. I'm sure we can all locate an inn nearby. So, Within that side of the city, that's where a lot of the really wealthy people is, mm-hmm. like close to it. Okay. So you'd be looking at spending a lot more money. If you were to say be half an hour, an hour's walk away, you'd be in the mid-range, which is more affordable, I mean, but still nice. What time of day is it that we've arrived? So you arrived kind of mid-afternoon. Oh. You probably spent an hour getting out of the you know industry sector of this city. It's such a big city, isn't I mean, it? It's, mm. it's huge, and there's so much traffic that it slows you down as well, so you can't just you know, make a beeline. I was say, I'm sure we can get to the Acolytes and then come further out. Yeah. You do I mean, money's money. literally no object for us right yeah, now. Yeah, we're like so. fucking rich. We've got so much money. <laughs> I was expecting to have to steal everything. <laughs> yeah, me too. I might just do it for fun. Stealing is wrong. We are not stealing anything. Yeah, yeah, stealing. yeah. All right. Yeah, and you yeah. haven't stolen anything up to this point, have you, boy? I thought stealing be boy and <laughs> I thought I thought I thought stealing was like you know it depends who you're yeah. stealing from. No, you know, if yeah. you're yeah. stealing from a bad person. Yeah, <laughs> 
You know, like if it's a bad person, none of the bad things are bad anymore. That's why we've killed if, so many people, right? If yeah. you, if it's from a bad person, you're not stealing. You're, you know, returning stolen well, then, goods. But then but, it's, it is but, stealing. But they're stealing from, you know, good people and things. Hey, and you better not have done any of that, you. How do you not know they bought it with their own good gold? That's what I'm yes. asking. Hey, look it in. <laughs> no, I met the bad people. You know, they could have, they could have said that. Hypothetically, yeah. Mm. I don't know. Let's just not think about it. I oh, think. I don't want to think I about will be thinking uh, about this for the next five hours only. <laughs> 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 it is my mind. <coughs> and making lengthy notes. Yeah. yeah. Are we <laughs> approaching areas? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So, first of all, you're heading to the Temple of Sky. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, uh, probably takes you another half an hour to an hour or so after you get there just to walk your way through, you see several massive temples. These were clearly built ages ago. They've got that weathered but well-maintained look of the properly old buildings. And eventually, almost central, just kind of off-central of this area of the city, you approach something that's very out of place. It is this huge metal dome of black iron. And you can see only from the perspective of far away that there are vents in the centre at the top of this sphere where plumes of deep black smoke just emanate continuously. Wow, that is flashy. Oh my goodness, that looks dirty. I don't like that, actually. I don't like that at all. It looks very efficient to me. What is it? I think that's the temple that the Scarred people are in. Oh, well then that's okay, we should go there. It's not really a temple though, um, it's just sort of a ball. Okay. Looks like a big oven. Look, you don't know every single religion in it, the whole <laughs> universe of the it world It does ever. resemble a forge of sorts. Yeah, I'm gonna say maybe. <clears> a metal oven. oven. I mean, well, it's the same done, thing. Gertel. What the hell is an oven? <laughs> uh, uh, that was what we called my uncle. He <laughs> <laughs> was also really big and round. How was it? It was like O V E N N E. I was a W in there somewhere. <laughs> a moon. <laughs> um, so, do we just well, knock on the door, or as how you do you approach, get in? You can see that. You've like moved, moved round to the side and there are two still black metal doors but they are wide open and inside you can see that the only light inside emanates from several forges that are surrounding the outside. You can see a couple of worshippers in there. That at the very centre there is a huge statue of what you can only imagine was Skarneth. This tiefling with curved horns a blacksmith hammer in one hand and what looks to be some sort of greatsword in the other resting on the floor. Below him is this pool of magma that you think should cool or something but just seems to be continuously flowing and moving. And you can see that each of these forges is a probably metre diameter dome of curved metal that sits inside one of these pools of magma where the forge fire would be, each with an individual relief of Scarnef that looks to have been created in various different poses. These look to be some sort of offering sections where individuals can come make their personal worship. And in a few of these bowls, as you enter, the heat 
just envelops you. You didn't notice it standing outside, but as soon as you enter, it just increases by like 20 degrees, and you're instantly sweating. Each of these... (laughs) Each of these personal shrines, almost, have various different items that appear to have been left there. And you'd imagine... Some of these are made of wood, and you'd imagine them to have just immolated instantly, but they seem to be residing there fine, as though having no effect by the extreme heat on which they're placed. And what you'd previously just seen as cloaked figures, as you get closer, you'd see that, despite the fact they have these heavy black cloaks on that you think would be very uncomfortable, you also notice at their sides, each of them has this wide silver ring, and on it are various different smith's tools of various different qualities. Each individual has different utensils. Some of them have, you know, six, seven of these just hanging on the ring at their side, and it gets to the point where you're quite impressed that this single ring is holding up the weight of these utensils. You see others that just have the ring themselves, but they are currently travelling around and... I would like to walk up to the shrine and and just put like a little claw on one of the bowls to see if it's hot. So the heat emanates from the pool of magma just before the bulb. As soon as your hand passes um, over the top, there is no heat at all. Oh, it's just that is extremely I was going to say Azalea would have interrupted before Kettle would have even got close to touching and been like, Kettle, no, don't. No, you know, I'm you a must, theory. You I... must, no, no, you can't touch. You've got to be respectful. You have to ask permission to touch. Okay. Excuse me. Excuse me. You see one of the cloak figures looks over and as the deep red light just catches their face, you can see this is fairly young human male. Just kind of looks over and is like, ah, yes, uh, how can I help? Am I allowed to do some science here? I would like to touch the bowl. Of course. Have you? Are you wanting to make an offering or just... Um, what would I offer? Well, Skarneth particularly resonates with those that have created something. Whoa, okay, dokie. Part of his worship is creation for the sake of creation. Oh, I'm really good at that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Can I create trouble? <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Create okay. nonsense. <laughs> create chaos. Um, create disaster. Dear disaster. <laughs> oh, very <laughs> funny. Very, very funny. Roll credits. Yeah. <laughs> end of the end of the and saga. Yeah, That's we, the campaign's done. We, we finished. It was all all of this whole thing was a, a very long trailer. Yeah. <laughs> Something I've made, and I will I'll take out my cure wounds <clears throat> bottled spell that I made t- today. Well, the other day, um, and pop it in. <laughs> Offering. I offered. You just kind of bows to you. He's like. Very nice. I'm sure he will appreciate the offering. Hello, excuse me. Hi, of course. Um, my name is Azalea, and I'm looking for someone to perhaps maybe help me with my armour. And she points to her wooden chainmail armour, and she's like, "You see, I made this myself, but I'm kind of hoping that maybe you, someone, could maybe help me improve it, and maybe improve this." And she holds up her little miniature halibird, and is just like, "You see, I need to be a lot stronger so that I can make sure to look after my friends." And she sort of like indicates the three troublemakers surrounding her. Um, and sort of looks over. Yarrick, stop it! <laughs> Don't even think about it. No stealing. <laughs> He's like picking his nails <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with a dagger. <laughs> yeah. um, Biting his toenails on the floor. It's like chewing his <laughs> tail. <laughs> <laughs> Scratching behind his ear. <laughs> with his 
Azalea would just turn around and be like, oh, never mind. I'm busy! Got bad stuff to do! And just got like some dancing lights in the sky. He was like, trying to smack them. It's very unusual for them to be this well behaved. Maybe it's the heat. You see him kind of like smile at you, but it's like, the armor itself. I don't know how much assistance we would be. We work primarily here with metal. I can see that this is not of a material that our forges would be particularly assisting with. We could potentially guide you to a new set if that's what you were wishing for, or I don't know. However, the halberd itself is, bone is a lovely piece of equipment, but again, it's already made and I don't know what we could do to assist with the improvements of such. But if you have other items, perhaps I can purchase another halberd. Maybe you could make one custom, because it's going to have to be a little bit small, because as you can see, I'm a little small. Um, and maybe, I don't know, I do love my armor, because I did make it myself, and it is from the tree in the middle of my forest. And it is Ellie, can I ask my question yet? Oh, I'm so sorry, Kettle. I was just waffling on. Um, please assist my friend and then perhaps come back to me. Of course. Okay, Yarrow, so- Yarrow, can you get this one? <laughs> <laughs> I got a really great idea. You said you work with metal? Primarily, yes. What, do you sometimes put things in metal? Uh, you need to be more specific. We alloy certain metals. See, I've got some... Weird- alloy, darling. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I got taken over just then. Zest. Zest. Um, yes, I have some weird rocks. Did I pick up some? I did. Did I pick up some weird rocks? Oh shit! We have, we have the the the, the black ore. I really, yeah, that's what I, I thought. I couldn't remember if I picked up dust or some. No, I, I I have we some, have we, we have yeah. the rocks and also the dust. Ah, I would like I would like to put some of that into into some metal. And have you ever made a metal test tube before or a metal beaker? We've made like this. And I just pull out a vial of some sort. It kind of looks at it, it's like I myself personally have not, but I'm sure it has been done previously. Um, we're not so much of a commissions base. This is more of a place of worship. Oh, um, can I ask Skarnith to do it? There are various blacksmiths that could be able to assist you within the city. We are more based on the worship of our oh, okay. of our deity. Okay. Um, would you be able to know if he made something? Like if something was made by him? Potentially. Potentially not myself. I'm still fairly junior. I've yet to take the, the first forging. However, there are various others who are more experienced that may know certain things. Because I have this really cool sphere and um, I thought you might know something. Oh, there's a fly on my hand. That's so exciting. <laughs> As um, you pull out the sphere, you see his eyes widen just at the craftsmanship of this. Yeah, pretty cool, right? It's like, that is extremely impressive. Um, do give me just a second. I will be back with you in a moment. And Insight checking him. Yeah, you are? Ding. That was a D12. But I got an 11. No, you, there, there, there is a D20 here, and it's got a 4. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the second time today. How did that happen? The, you, the first roll you did was a 4. It's right there. I have advantage on insight. Because right. I'm smart. Fine! Smart. I got the 22. He seems just generally impressed with what he's been shown. Doesn't know, doesn't appear to have any 
wasn't knowledge. like it wasn't like a weird like oh I recognise that I'm going to go no. off and organise stealing that from your tiny lizard hand. He wasn't no he's Easy. from the looks of it he's just you know, acolyte that's here to help people in their day to day like worship here to support them in that sort of thing and offer any advice that he can you know, on a spiritual level but mm-hmm. nothing nothing more. You're waiting there for about five minutes before he comes back with the first person you've seen that isn't in these black robes that looks affiliated with this. They are in a pure white robe, similar style, kind of no adornment, but it's pure white. And as he gets closer, you can see, Ketel, particularly with your high passive perception, that this doesn't look to be woven of fabric. This is pure white metal that has been woven into Ooh. a like cloak, as it were, instead of robes. Must be so fucking heavy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Dracula on the floor. <laughs> as he gets closer, you can see the hood is still up, but it's not quite as far forward as some of the others. And on his hip, his ring. There's no more room. There's duplicate items that seem to have been made, and you can see. The first one seems to be quite base metals. The second one seems to be of more intricate design, but still a very similar metal. The third one, make a nature. Don't mind if I do. I think nature's the only one that will fit this, yeah. Make a nature check. That is 16. With that, you can see that each set improves in craftsmanship as well. Mm. The nicest set looks to be made from mithril. Mithril. Wow, I have not seen that in a while. Is for me. (laughs) As he approaches, you can see that this is a bronze-scaled dragonborn. Um, Clearly very well-muscled, you think, probably from a life at the forge, just from his (laughs) He comes over, he's like, I've been informed by... One of my acolytes, that you have brought an item of interest that you wish to show us. Yes. How tall is he? <laughs> Six, seven? Oh, daddy, sorry. Daddy, sorry. Daddy, sorry. Is he a. Is he a oh. hi, daddy? <laughs> That's it. We finally found hi, daddy. Finally, after all this time. Hi, man. Now the series ends. <laughs> So. Uh, is he actually hot? Like genuine question. Depends, like, to dragons. Depends on your personal preference I as just, a yeah. character. <laughs> is he hot for a dragon? He, he has an incredibly <laughs> commanding presence about him. Well, so. it doesn't matter what he is. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Both Yara and Indra immediately stop fucking around. <laughs> just like dead, like. <laughs> Frozen. Stop him, like. Is it hot in here? Is it hot in here? And it's like everyone is like as wrenched in sweat. Like, oh god! Why was I running around just now? It was such a bad idea. (laughs) Wait, wait. Is it hot in here or is it just you? Can you imagine Arya being there? I mean, it's a bronze dragonborn. I was just like, you're making it out to be like the very, like, he's so muscular and handsome and he's he's got a commanding presence and he's got got a really good hairline for a dragonborn. (laughs) (laughs) 
funny I am. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that a broadsword or are you just happy to see that? Oh, oh my god. Okay. Yeah, anyway, what's your name? <laughs> Hello, I am Kettle. Nice to meet you, Kettle. What is your name? I need to know. Oh, my name's Zuri. Zuri? Wow, that's a crazy name. Who gave you that? No, that's a silly question. How is he? <laughs> Even Kettle, who has no concept of sense or like attraction, is a bit flustered and confused. <laughs> 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 I I stole this from my home. Um, well, kind of, kind of not. Basically, do you know what it is or who made it or what this is for? So as you hand it to him, he's got to like reach down because he's you know six seven and you're however tall you are. I can't remember. I'm so close already. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I want to clean up no fluids today. <laughs> I've got no fluid. I've got, I've got fucking shit water for a reason, mate. Right? <laughs> I've got no fluid policy. <laughs> I'm actually swaying so much. Can we even yeah, no, I'm really, I'm really here. <laughs> I keep forgetting that if you introduce hot NPCs, <laughs> this table will die. <laughs> so he holds the sphere up, first of all, into the light so he can look at it better. And then you see briefly as his nose flares, and he opens his mouth, and this <laughs> of fire <gasps> seems to erupt. And you see previously where the kind of platinum had run through the veins of this key. You watch as the platinum goes from pale silver to dark orange to yellow to piercing white, and you see his eyes flare with recognition. It's like. What you have here is only rumoured about within our religion. This, from the looks of it, could easily be a part of a relic forged by our forge god himself. This appears to be part of the sundered key of Skarneth. And he looks at you very intensely and he's like, where? Where did you find this? And it's just like... Oh. Almost bearing down on you. Like. I, it was in it was in it was in the Pascan forest, you know, in a mountain next to a really threatening door. You found it next to a door. Yeah, there's lots of doors in mountains. <laughs> you see his eyes go like wide. He's like, this this is an item that's only ever been rumored about. We we didn't even know if it actually existed or if it was just part of the mythology that followed the ascension. I, I can't believe that this is real. Oh, it's real, baby. Is it where we found the letter as well? No. This, this is part of Kettle's backstory. This is mine. Right, Roger. I can't Roger. actually remember. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> it's another high man. He's got um, six foot seven yeah. tons Dragonborn. He like is indeed. <laughs> I imagine, like, the amount of canon to be taken from Indra and Yara's interactions this entire time, the one bit that is probably canon is both of us just immediately stopping what we're doing and being completely frozen through this entire event. We're still, like, either through intimidation yeah. or attraction. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. We're in, like, a really awkward pose. Yeah, Indra's, like, visibly <laughs> blushing he, a lot. Is he wearing, like, armour or anything? It's this... Like, as he's got closer, you can also now tell that this is a, like, pristine white woven metal cloak 
essentially like yeah no, like, is he actually, is you can't see yeah. anything beneath it, it okay covers. well she's so azalea's completely not noticed him being hot in any way shape or form she's just like oh this is nice i like this mo- woven metal thing mm. <laughs> um, but she's yeah she's just zoning out because obviously you're talking about some orb yeah she's like, mm. like this this is a relic of our deity what what do you plan to do with this uh, i haven't got that far but it does sound quite interesting, and I would like to know where it goes. I would open the door, actually. That would be quite good. I'd like to know what's behind the door. Well, this... You said that was a key. This this is part of a key made part by... Part of a key. Made by our deity that, per, per the myths, per the legends, was sundered by him before the, the final conflict. It, what? It, it opens his work... his workshop. Oh! Uh, what's the final conflict? The where the titans were defeated. What by... the titans? <laughs> you, surely you know the the ethos of the creation of this land. Can you uh, can you see my face? I am a kobold. I lived in a mountain. I spent a week in society. Come with me. <laughs> <laughs> There's no option to this. He's leading you like oh, okay. in, into the <laughs> like you see. There's actually a, a back part of this building that goes deeper underground. There's like leads. He's leading into... you to his dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Eden and I looked at each other with that implication that he was just like, you have a dungeon! <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> I know Yarrow, like Kettle being led away, Yarrow would be like, oh, take me as well! Let's go! Fifty Shades of Bronze. <laughs> name of the episode. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh. Dear, that's good. <laughs> you travel for five minutes. You almost have to run to keep up as this guy's like six ever and is striding with purpose. Yeah, it's And going. you see, um, all, as you walk past, you can see this is clearly where the acolytes dwell. It's, there's lots of living spaces. You can hear sounds of forges from deeper inside of the kind of earth. And he takes you down to this one door. It's pretty bare compared to what it is. It's just this, again, similar black iron doors. And as he walks, you see a flare on his wrist that's something you hadn't seen previously, and the doors just open as he walks through. Uh, He goes to this large, also beaten metal desk. Looks as though everything here has been crafted, from what you understand of it anyway. Pulls out a tome that's significantly sized flicks through and then hands you a passage that shows their Skarnis retail of the ascension of the gods. How these titans were battled by all these armies of um, individuals seeking saviour from from these entities. And the tale of how Skarnith himself forged many powerful items to attempt to turn the tides of this and finally he created something there's no details as to what he created but with its assistance and the hard-fought battle of those individuals who individually and together took the fight to the titans kept them in a area then released this magic and banished these titans but as a cause of that were obliterated their entire essence suffused with so much energy that their atoms themselves essentially came apart and Scar- Scarnet's all, atoms. these all the gods, gods themselves 
were who were previously mortal beings were infused with such energy that they transcended death as their mortal bodies were destroyed and became the deities that now lord over Canasper. And he's like, that's that is the tale of the ascension. Gosh, that is quite dramatic, isn't it? Sounds like a lot of things happened a while ago, huh? <laughs> I'm glad I gave him a gift. He sounds really powerful. He is one of many who are the reason we have the freedom we do today. This object you have stumbled across is, no doubt in my mind, a part of the object needed to reopen his workshop and rediscover some of the writings and teachings of his his law. I think that sounds extremely interesting. Uh, would, would you know where I could find any other bits of the keys? As I said before, this is only been rumoured. Oh. It's just part of the mythos behind his teachings when at the beginning the gods were more involved in this material plane, having just been separated from it and left those who remained with instructions and guides on their new domains and how they wanted to see the world rebuilt to be better. But since then, much has been lost and they have less influence than they did at the time. Hmm. That is quite <clears throat> mysterious. Um, can I have it back? Please? Make <laughs> a persuasion check. As you can oh. see him... The rev... rev <laughs> oh, in oh that's a one! <laughs> that's a one! And I have maybe plus one. <laughs> fuck. Oh, we got to have to steal from the hot dragon. Oh, what a shame. He's going to catch me. Look me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Shiny boobs up to the dragon. <laughs> Shiny boobs into the dragon's dungeon. <laughs> just imagining Yari's tail just sort of like gently caressing him. It's like trying to... Oh, oh, sorry. I didn't realise I was doing that. <laughs> it's prehensile. <laughs> This man is lawful good. <laughs> Not for long. <laughs> Corrupting. This, this item is everything he believes in. Also um, on that one. Oh yeah, I mean. <laughs> but I'm trying to decide whether or not, due to the nature of this, he would see it as Kettle has been guided to it by his deity, or whether or not he thinks it should be. Kettle made an offering before she even knew what he was. Yeah. She's a lovely gal. I'll know, let you roll again it. as a... Just due to his nature and everything that's surrounding this circumstance. That's, that's an unnatural 20. Okay, with that, he looks longingly at it, but he's like, I, it must have fallen into your path where it's never been discovered before for a reason. Yeah, there's a lot of cobalt wherever I'm from, and we love stealing things, but it was, like, right there. Please... Be careful with this. Got it. Yeah. It has got its own pouch from now on. Give me just a moment. And you see (laughs) see he reaches back and hands you, like, a box just big enough to fit it in. It's like, this itself is enchanted very basely to protect what is inside. Please use this as an added layer of protection. Thank you. That is very nice. Thank you very much. Fancy box. Do keep me informed if this is your quest to search for more of these pieces. I would be yeah. very, very interested to hear of 
any advancements in this? I will write you a letter. My thanks. Azalea would sort of pipe up and just be like, do any of your books or readings have any kind of indication or maybe um, riddles or myths or suggestions of where any of the other parts of the key might potentially possibly be hiding at all? The only information we were given is that there is an enchantment itself upon the workshop in where only those who do not wish to seek it can find it. Oh, like in Harry Potter. <laughs> What's Harry what? Potter? <laughs> <laughs> There's like a kobold named yeah. Harry Potter. <laughs> it's the popular kobold book. You know, there's three kobolds. One is orange. One is, <laughs> we, one is red glasses. It has been suggested that the key itself was shattered by Scarneth and hidden across the world eons ago. How many pieces? We do not know the specifics. However, we do know that once complete, it should be the only thing that will allow someone to find the warehouse when searching for it, the the workshop when searching for it. That's very interesting. It provides some sort of key to the, not just to the warehouse, but also to the enchantment placed upon it. Oh, that is very smart. Uh, Based on what we have here, how much of the key do you think this is? I can only assume it would be a complete sphere. However, the breaks itself, I cannot know exactly how many mm-hmm. pieces mm-hmm. create the completed sphere. Fantastic. You have been so helpful today. Thank you. Thank you. It's Zaur. Is that your name? I forgot on it. Zuri. Yeah, I was nearly Zuri. there, right? That's pretty good for me, huh, guys? Huh? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> I just went, huh? Yeah, what? Huh? Are, we ta- are we talking about things? Garrett <laughs> yeah, just staring directly at his tits the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> it's dragon tits. <laughs> it's dragon boobies. <laughs> they each lactate fire. <laughs> Spicy. Spicy. <laughs> um, Azalea would also be like, um, um, the other thing that I would like to ask is, where can I get some of this? And she sort of like picks up the cloak and is just like, this is amazing. You can see he's slightly taken aback by the fact that you're actually touching the clothing. Um, make an insight check just as you're doing that. I totally do not understand the boundaries rule anymore because she's just broken it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's not doing very well, is she? <laughs> she's completely enamoured by shiny armour and like things like that. This is shiny armour. She does not care about Dragonborn Man being fit and sexy and spicy and hot. She just wants armour. Hot Timale. Um, wait, what was it? Insight, was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, is that in that one? Uh, oh, do you ever just want to eat? Yeah. Sometimes I get the craving uh, to only eat. Only eight. Okay, you're oblivious to this. He kind of pulls it out of your grasp. He's like, this is given to the Forge Master when they complete their, <laughs> their forging rituals and are anointed with the title. Uh, it is reserved for those of that station. Um, Realising that she might have like, annoyed him because she touched it, she went, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry I didn't realise how amazing it was. I'm so, please forgive me. Of course, I appreciate those who are well versed in the works of weapons, armour and the creation of metalwork can lose focus when in the presence of masterwork. I, I, do, I do understand, but please. 
refrain in in of, the future. Of course. I mean, I, I made this myself, and she sort of like points at her sort of wooden chainmail armor magic thing that she's wearing. He does seem to kind of raise the scaled brow at that. It's like that is most impressive. There's not many who have the skill to work wood in such a way. Oh, he, thank you. She's sort of like blushing a little bit. Like, oh, speaking of strange materials, uh, do you do you ever work with glass as well? Or is it like a metal only? Like does Scarnet do all the things? Or is he just metal? Or is it just the followers are just metal? Uh, what if people are made of metal? Did not think about that. Um, I'm getting really confused here. There's a lot of information. Predominantly, the acolytes of Scarnet specialize in the field of forgery. He himself, however, is rumored to have created all manner of objects pre-ascension. That is why generally those who worship him will make donations of their creations. I see, I see. It's not limited to metalwork, however, predominantly as that was his main focus at at his time of mortal being what we specialise to follow in his, Got in his it. teachings. I'm going to make lots of notes. Okay. In response to trying to improve your armour, it's like I can provide you with a few forges around here who are skilled, have various acolytes that maybe have not maintained their path of pure devotion to Skarneth, but have, however, remained with the urge to create... There are a few of those that reside within the city that are of good quality and could potentially assist you with upgrading your quality of uh, armour and weapons. Oh yes, that would be most helpful. Thank you very much indeed. Of course. Um, He would give you two names. One is the Everfire Forge. The other is the... The, oh, I have it written somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's call it the Molten Ore. And then just, I will tell, tell you the actual name when I can find it and mm-hmm. stuff. It's had a rebrand. But um, those are the two, like, forges that he will provide the names with that could potentially assist um, in upgrading. Would he let us know sort of like whereabouts they are in the city? Yeah, he could give you directions. Yeah. They're not far away, having previously been worshippers of Skarneth. They kind of just took it into the merchant sector of the city, okay. essentially. Amazing. Thank you very much. That's that's greatly appreciated. Of course. Unless there's anything else you want to do here. I think it was going to the Wizards Guild, wasn't it? Was the other thing? Yeah, I think. For the letter. So, there was Wizard Guild for the letter and also potentially further assisting you oh, with wait, the armour the... due to... Oh. You know it's some sort of enchantment, but he didn't have the information on hand. What Did they say to bring the the magical dust to the, the Skarneth people because it was like an ore thing, or were they like bring that to the Wizards Guild? I think he kept the portion you gave to him. I have a piece of the ore. Yeah, yeah so you, you gave some of it to Menon, who was, was it some, researching it. Were we going into the Wizards with it, though, or were we going to the Skarneth with that? I can't remember. I also can't remember. What would make... Would it make sense to give it Both to Both would make sense to... Okay. There are potential uses in either setting that you could. All right. I think I'm pretty sure I with. kept a little bit of rock anyway. There's some, I'm... Just as a bit of housekeeping, mm-hmm. um, Kettle has some science that she wishes to attend to in the evening. So, as she's leaving, uh, do you have like opening hours 
or can I come here whenever? Generally, there will always be someone here to okay. assist any of the worshippers. We okay. do not keep specific hours. I might, I might be back later for some science, if that is okay. Of course, you are welcome here. Nice, 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 nice. Um, hello, cool, 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 cool. Oh. <laughs> Uh, hello. Oh, sorry, sorry. Hello, hello. I'm Indra Ashwini from Moon Secrets. You don't, you don't need to know that. But um, hello. So, Mister, um, what was your name? Zuri. You already Zuri. said that. Thank you very, very much. Thank you very much. Um, yes. Um, what did I say? Yes. Sorry. That's close. Um, I have this or. Are you giving it to him, or are you just showing? Oh yes, you need it as well, don't you? It's in my bag. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. No. Um. It. It had. It had. It had magical properties, and it was dark and evil, and it was glowing when I was glowing, because I was glowing at the same time. As you don't need to know any of this. Please have a look at it if you could. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Indrashvini. Signing off from the situation. I'm going to go and stand over in the corner for a second. Of course. And cool off. Give me just a moment. Azalea would walk over to Indra and just be like, Indra, Indra uh, are you okay? <laughs> it's really warm in here. <laughs> you see, he'll spread like a cloth on his desk and then start to see him crush it and look at the consistency. He then like takes a taste of it. He, you can see that this is someone who is... He's good. He knows science. He knows science, guys. <laughs> definitely knows his aura. It's probably... Five ten minutes of him doing various different tests, looking at it. He puts some in a actual test tube with some water to see how it separates. Kettle's watching with big cat eyes, yeah. like, you know, like when they just go. Um, after a moment, he's like, "This appears to have some metallic properties. I wouldn't know without being able to refine some of it and see the end product." Um, you say it has magical properties. Yes, it's sort of, well, I, I can do a little bit of magic by myself and it sort of reacted to me when I did it to its, to its... There are certain minerals if they have been exposed to certain elements of magic that can retain some of those Interesting. properties. I, th- I would not be able to tell you exactly I what. I think we heard it might have been a product from a time before, like the sort of thing that you were saying with... With the whole ascension and so on. I think we might have heard that it was something to do with the... Looking through my notes book very quickly. <laughs> it was something to do with the ascension. There was like magic infused into the ground or something. Yes. Possibly. Often some of the rarer ores are discovered in places that had... Been exposed to heavy amounts of elemental magic. Oh. They produce various ores with different qualities depending on the state in which you find them. I, for an example of this is if you ever head to, I believe it's Dratane, I have it, two seconds. Every time I've written the word Edistead down in my notes, I've spat a different note. <laughs> <laughs> the ore obtained from Mount Gehenna in Dratane is often highly conducive to enchantments of the fire elemental type, having been exposed to such properties for so long it absorbs some of that potential. When I obviously fed a little bit of magic into it, mm-hmm. did I do anything that was specifically elementalish at the time? Could I try like, oh, um, well I my magic's sort of elemental. I suppose I could just sort of, if you mind if I'm just gonna just gonna put my hand on the aura there. Mm-hmm. Um, Indra kind of like put their hand on it and you see like their hand go like quite frosty and cold and like put their hand on the aura and see if anything happens. You watch as the ore is still unrefined, so it's just got veins of this 
property running through it outside of the rock itself. However, as you press this frost energy, you do watch as these veins of the ore, it's only small in this like small piece of rock that you have, they flare a light blue colour. Ooh. Ooh! It did it! With my arm! Ooh! I did so useful! Finally! Wow. Don't me. <laughs> oh, sorry, I forgot where I was. Um, thank you very much. Um, well, of course, Indra, was it? Like, yes, Indra, thank you very much. Like, shakes your hand, <laughs> hands back the oil. It's like, if you wished, we could... Uh, Go out for dinner later? <laughs> <laughs> we could refine this ore to potentially see what it's like in its pure, pure have, form. Well... I mean, you said you have four four G, correct? I do have this, this sword, and they're gonna kind of get out their like umbrella sword mm-hmm. and be like, I mean, if that reacted with my magic anyway, I don't suppose there's any sort of four G connection you could do to help with this. Uh, he'll gesture to take the sword itself from the umbrella, like yeah, and he gives it tentatively over, yeah. despite the attraction. <laughs> he he looks at it like, as this is preforged, we would not be able to attach the new blades, like the Something new ore into the blades. However, this looks fairly basic construction. We would potentially be able to recreate the blade, set it back into the handle and attach it if that's so what you so wished. Oh, so you would break it first? We would have to dissemble it initially um, to then recreate it. May, may, maybe, yes. Um... How... Yes, I'll, I'll think about it. Thank you very much. Of course. Hands it back to you. Put it away. <laughs> Put it away. Put it away. <laughs> Is there anything else I could assist anyone with? I can't think of anything. <laughs> with that, I love it. your tits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You're who likes so back like, nice tits. <laughs> <laughs> No, he doesn't say that, by the way. Just kind of look at you and like watches his nostrils flare and like some smoke comes out of it. I can't tell if that's a positive or a negative reaction. Yeah, it just passes out. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. Then summer, please carry me out. Cool. So, with that, you leave the forge chapel in which oh, you. Oh, sorry. How much would it cost to do the sword thing? I was going to ask that. Um. With that, he'd be like, if you provide me with some of the ore in which you have currently, and we refine it, if I get to keep some of this for my own creation purposes, I would do it for that cost. Oh, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Thinking about it. Much to think about. Might get a cool frosty sword. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Right, I think we're all I think we're good, yeah. With his dungeon. Cool. Oh, dungeon. As you leave, it's easy. It's you know fairly late in the day now as you've spent a lot of time in there actually getting all your questions answered, inspecting the various different elements that you had provided. Um, it's easy enough to find an inn that's far enough away but still close enough to not be a horrendous... Um, nice. <laughs> tits. Tits. It's I'm just thinking about shape it. Wa- shape water whip all of the sweat off. <laughs> Please. Yeah. You see it is... <laughs> yeah, and they just look at each other like... Oh, ooga. 
yeah. Oh, we're going mad. Humming, humming, humming. Yes. <laughs> we'll just have you arrive we're gonna at like, yeah, the tavern. Uh, it's called the Moonlit Glade. You can see that on the artwork above it, there is a just a depiction of quite a fey influence almost of this opening glade that has the streaming moonlight headed in. And as you head in the door, you see a kind of middle-aged halfling woman who's just carrying tr like trays of these flagons around and as you walk in looks over is like ah oh, hello and that's where we'll end how hot is she <laughs> hello post editing Asta here thank you so much for making it to the end of episode seven of Dean disaster I'm so sorry for all the audio imperfections that I've genuinely made it this time, especially to you headphone users. Um, my bad. That's on me. <laughs> and in reference to the uh, absolutely impeccable Dragonborn hairline joke, that was a reference to when we as a group played Tomb of Annihilation. Fran was our DM that time. And Ben's character was named Ragnar, he was a bronze dragonborn paladin, and Arya was Cheryl's character, I believe she was a tiefling druid. And for those interested, Eden's character was Blue, the banshee barbarian, and my character was Marisol, the Yuantai witch, complete with witch familiar, who was a giant poisonous snake named Yasha. If you haven't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, our handles are at dandesign. Also, hello to all the new Twitter followers. Hey, uh, we're glad to have you on board for this insane roller coaster of a podcast. So, welcome! Our dungeon master is Ben, Yarrow Hawk is played by myself, Asta, Indra Ashvini is played by Eden, Azalea Hawk is played by Cheryl, and Catalyst played by Fran. Our main song is Behemoth by Hannah Moore and the Moolettes from their album Preternatural. All other music is from Epidemic Sound. Until next time, be disastrous. Hit that slay button. Or don't. <laughs> okay, bye.